Hello, uh, welcome back to Untitled Soccer Talk. This is part two. This is going to be, we're talking about Copa America. Um, talk a little bit about Messi and go from there. Um, before I, you know, go to the actually recorded episode, I do want to mention something that just kind of um, got released, kind of decent news, or I guess kind of big news. The 15-year-old Olivia uh, Moultrie, who had been, uh, she sued the... Um, in WSL earlier this year, she's trying to fight for her ability to play. They have a rule you have to be 18 to play. She's been training with the Thorns since I believe she was 13. She's 15 now. Maybe even early. I don't know. She's been training since she was like, for whatever reason, she's been training there for a couple years. Um, looking to turn professional. Hasn't really had an opportunity. Well, she officially assigned with them a three-year contract a couple hours ago. Uh, it looks like she's going to be close to playing in her NWSL uh, um, debut, which is huge for her. Congratulations on that front. A um, little nervous. I always think of when I think of young players, I think of Freddie Adu, you know, a 14-year-old playing the MLS, uh, and how that kind of the lights were a little bit too bright for him, really hurt his career, and he never panned out to be the same. Hopefully, um, she doesn't fall on that same track. It's, it's very... Um, nerve-wracking when a young person is put in this situation off the bat so wish her all the best of luck um hopefully she's able to have a successful career um hopefully the um court situation goes well and she is able to um have a great career in the w in wsl make the u.s national team and go from there other than that, uh, I'm going to break us off into the uh, Copa, um, Copa part of the show. A little bit of messy talk. Um, so without further ado, I will see you in a second. Hello and welcome back to a special mini episode where we talk about the Copa because we for some reason kept talking and on and on and on about the Euro. Uh, Craig went on two long rants. So, you know, episodes like an hour plus, I didn't want to go on for like an hour and 40 minutes. Uh, also, Craig had a game to go to. So we decided to split it up um, and do like a little Copa mini episode where we talk about our, you know, favorite South American tournament. Um, Very big um, game I have. Very specific. Wait, well, after the season, they are one point below second place, one point ahead of fourth place, and two points ahead of fifth place. And Fourth place and second place are playing each other. So we have to win. And I have to play goal because our goalie refuses to show up. So this is not encouraging for us. I think your mic's like cutting in and out on me. Oh. Now that's oh, well. better now. What were you <laughs> saying? We're one point behind second place. One point ahead of fourth place, points ahead of third place. And our goalie refuses to show up the game after the goal. So we'll see if we'll see if we can pull up win and make playoffs or if we if I throw the game. Yeah, we'll see if you can hold hold it down. Um I guess a couple things before we get into kind of the Copa update, I guess. Um kind of big transfer news, I guess it's European with Barcelona, but it's with our favorite South American player. Messi's contract is soon, like I think, like a couple hours away from um, ending. What are your thoughts on that kind of a 
the them letting his contract end, or it seems like letting his contract end. Messi the Pochettino. Um, no, I think I think there's just I think they're trying to test the waters to see how much money people are willing to pay for him. Um, because I feel like they're in a situation where they probably feel like they have to give him at least like a three or four year deal. Like, I don't think it would be putting him just to give him like a one year deal, but I'm not sure if three, four or five year deals good for Messi at this point in his career. I don't think it's a good investment for them to sign him for four more years, knowing that he's probably going to start going downhill next year or two. Yeah. Um, so they might just have to see if they can get somebody to pay, um, you know, how, however much um, and save money in those last few years to where they might not be able to make um, a huge transfer, this last transfer this year. Um, but maybe, you know, in the next two years, the money they save on Texas funds will be able to get somebody else. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I, I definitely agree. Uh, I don't even know if it's worth paying him for two years. I mean, I don't know. He's going to probably ask him for so much in the way Barca's finances are. I just don't know if it's worth it, you know. Um, it might be worth letting him go, saving some money, and just kind of restarting rather than kind of holding on to, like, I guess the glory years, um, letting him walk try to you know rebuild get young and build that way i feel like it would be the smart move for barca you know get some get the payroll off of your try to get some payroll off go young maybe lose you know maybe not be the best for a couple years but really try to cut into that debt uh so maybe in four or five years you can go out and start buying some big time players and go from there i don't know i I do agree but at the same time the la liga is in shambles right now like Madrid is a terrible spot financially. It looks like Atletico is really the only one that you're going to have to really compete with for the top of the league. So it's like, you just got Aguero. Uh, you're probably going to get Memphis. Like, if you can keep Messi one more year, like two more years, win one, two more La Liga titles, make like, run the Champions League, like, yeah. it might be worth it, you know, like for the end of his career. But I don't know. They are they're in a very tough spot financially. So I don't know. No, I, I definitely agree. We'll see. We'll see how that kind of goes. Um, I guess now to our little Copa update. Um, so Copa's been going on. It's, you know, I know we've been joking, or I've been joking at least, you know, that I'm not interested until the round of eight gets here. Well, it's finally the round of eight. It's finally the quarterfinals. Um, so just kind of recapping as we talk about it, we can talk about the group stage a little bit. Uh, in group A, Argentina topped the group with 10 points. Uruguay had seven. Uh, Paraguay had six, Chile got fourth with five, and then sadly Bolivia uh, got zero. Um, really, Shocker. <laughs> really struggled there. I, I don't think anyone could have predicted that one. Um, poor Bolivia. Uh, and then Group B, you had Brazil um, with top of the group with ten points. Uh, Peru with seven, getting second, which I them getting second was kind of a shocker to me a little bit. I didn't think they would get second. Colombia got third with four. Um, Ecuador got uh, fourth with three. And then Venezuela got two points and got sent home getting last place. So um, I guess it's time to say our goodbyes to Bolivia and Venezuela. Bolivia was pretty obvious, in my opinion, that they weren't going to make it. Uh, Venezuela, on the other hand, I kind of felt bad for with all those COVID problems, really kind of derailed their tournament. Um, and it just really spiraled out of control. I thought they fought hard. I thought they played well. Uh, they just couldn't score any goals. And 
couldn't, you know, get the job done. Um, so. Yeah. I, that group B was very, very tight until the last match day. Yeah. After the last sure. match day. I mean, between, I think between Peru, Colombia, Ecuador, and Venezuela, like they all could have got dropped. Maybe not Peru, maybe Peru was safe, but Colombia, Ecuador, Venezuela, for sure. were fighting for that last spot. Like, yeah. Until the last minute. So that was, they could have gone anyway, any of three ways, I guess. No, I, I definitely agree. Um, stat wise, uh, looking at it, uh, you had Messi uh, leading the tournament with three goals. Um, Messi leading assists as well. Um, Not me. I think this tournament has just kind of showed that Messi's on, you know, in his own world, right? He's he's the best player in this tournament, right? For by far. I mean, we can both agree on that, right? And then I think he's the number two. You got to say his Neymar. Like, I mean, Neymar isn't. He's not the class of Messi, but he's knocking on the door, in my opinion. Yeah. At least this tournament, he's been right behind him. He has two goals, two assists. Messi has three goals, two assists. They're both, you know, you know, dominating for their teams. I know with Brazil, Neymar's not asked to do as much as Messi has to do for Argentina, but I think those two are in a class of their own. And then there's kind of everybody else. I don't know. It takes a lot to get Richarlison to score goals. So he has a pretty big task on his hands. You basically <laughs> have to like put the ball on top of his foot in front of the goal and hope he can still put it in somehow. Um, but no, no I, I totally agree. Um, yeah. I, I, I kind of feel for Neymar. He's a lot of injuries have derailed his career a little bit. I, I think, you know, three years ago, it was Ronaldo, Messi, Neymar, like who's going to finish with a better career. I think at this point, it's pretty clear it's going to be Messi or Ronaldo, 1A, one, one 1B, one and then, you know, Neymar or maybe Mbappe or somebody else. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think Neymar's really in that same conversation anymore. No, I agree. I think Neymar's fallen off. Like I remember when he was coming up, it was like, oh, he's the next, you know, guy to kind of, uh, you know, win Ballon d'Ors be in the conversation to be, you know, he's, he was supposed to be like you were saying that next guy, that guy who's supposed to be in that, that upper echelon and he's become a great player. Don't get me wrong, but he hasn't really panned out to the level. Everyone thought he's kind of, you know, going to like NBA as terminology. He, you know, everyone thought he was going to be a one. He turned out to be a two, you know, not the, no, not the number one guy. Um, he needs a little bit more supporting cast than you could say a Ronaldo or Messi need. Um, he's still a hell of a player, but yeah, his career hasn't been what everyone wanted. Um, Did you see the Brazil Colombia game last week? Uh, that was the two one one. That right? game was insane. Did you see the goal that Colombia scored? The bite? that was the one. That was the that was the BS one, right? So yeah, Colombia got the bike kick, right? Uh-huh. So Colombia got the bike. And then Brazil got that BS goal in the 110th minute. Yeah. Or the yeah. 100th minute, I guess, with the 10 extra stoppage time minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That was stupid. That should have been a tie. That bike should have counted for three goals, dude. That was <laughs> that was one of the cleanest bikes I've seen in a long, long time. Yeah, I would say that or Messi's free kick. Oh, yeah. Um, probably the top two for goals of the tournament. And I'd probably say I'd lean towards the bike because mm-hmm. I've seen Messi I, do free kicks a bunch. Yeah, no, I agree. That free kick, that, that bike was insane. Um, Yeah, no, dude, that was spectacular. We'll, we'll see how the rest of the tournament shapes out. But uh, I guess we'll go into our preview of the quarterfinals. The first matchup we have is Peru versus 
Paraguay, which is Friday, July 2nd at 4 p.m. Um, what are your thoughts on this one? Do I have to have thoughts? I mean, I was I mean, hoping. I, <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I, could, I could not tell you a single player about Paraguay. I think Peru's going to win this one probably pretty easily. Um, maybe I'll be wrong. I don't know. Um, Peru def- at least has, like, players that people can name. I don't. I don't know anybody on Paraguay, so um, we'll see if maybe watching the game, I look and I'm like, oh, actually, I do know who that guy is. Um, but I, th- I think Peru shouldn't really have a problem with Paraguay. Yeah, no, I think, I mean, what this is the 2-3 matchup. Yeah, it's a 2-3 matchup. Um, I think Peru has shown that they're the better team with how they played. Uh, Paraguay, honestly, if it wasn't for Bolivia being so bad, getting that easy win, and then they they capitalized against Chile. Um, yeah, I'm, I would have to say Peru is easily the favorite um, to win and move on uh, to the semifinals. Um, I don't think – I think it will be close. I think it will be like a 2-1 game. But, yeah, I really don't – I really don't see how Paraguay, unless they just play really well defensively, um, when you know get a chance, maybe they could pour, force it to stoppage time, extra time, and win PKs. But I think it's Peru's to lose. Um, hey, wait, how does how does this work? There's a guy on Paraguay who's 29. And he's on the West Ham U23 team. How can he play on a U23 team at 29? So I think you're allowed to send a certain number of players down if they're not good enough. Who, who are you talking being about? On the That's West Ham U23 team at 29. Who is that? That's Fabian uh, Balbuena. Balbuena, yeah. So usually that means that they're they're not on the first team anymore, and just to get playing time, they go down to the under 23s. It's basically like a B team. Um, Dude, just go, just go, but go play back in Paraguay. It's much less embarrassing than playing for the U23 team for West Ham. Uh, he's trash anyway. No offense. Lots taken. <laughs> uh, the next one up on Friday at 7 o'clock on Fox. You have Brazil versus Chile. Chile. I think this will probably be the game of the first round. Um, I, yeah, I think, I think Brazil... it's not going to be close. Really? Yeah, I think Brazil's going to whack them like 3-0, 4-0. I think Brazil will win for sure, but I think she's like... I think Chile has the has the chance to um, keep it close, just because they have, you know, players and experience who have played, um, you know, at, for European clubs and things like that. Players like Vidal and Claudio Bravo and Alexis Sanchez, who are definitely like towards the end of their careers, but at least like they have experience playing with good players and like know what it's like to actually play soccer. Um, I, I think that'll help them, but. Um, you could be right. It could be a blowout. I don't really know. I, I just think Brazil has too much talent, and we kind of talked about it. Chile, and we talked about this in our preview. Um, Chile's really just relying on that old generation of players. Yeah. You know, Vidal, uh, Sanchez. I mean, I, I they shouldn't be, you know, in the team anymore. They're they're done with their career, and just to be, they're just relying on that old generation. And I just think Brazil has way too much. Um. I mean, 
I guess they, you know, Eduardo Vargas could go off. Uh, Bravo could have a really good game and keep him in it. But I'm just feeling like Brazil's just has too much talent, you know, top to bottom. Yeah. Um, and then they're going to prevail. Chile hasn't played well either. I mean, they got two owed by Paraguay. You know, I mean, they, they got a win tie against Uruguay and they beat Bolivia. They beat Bolivia one nothing. Like Bolivia oh, gave them a game. So, I mean, they've gotten some ties. They're tough to beat, which I'll give them credit. They played tough. Um, but I don't think they're going to be able to win. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they can keep it close against Brazil and take it to PKs. Um, but I I mean, the only way I can see them winning is through PKs. They're not going to win, I feel like, this game outright. I don't think Sanchez is even on the squad because I was looking and he hasn't played in any other game so far. And he's not is even he? listed as like a reserve. Oh, maybe he's not. I, I thought he was. Something. Maybe he got – yeah, maybe they dropped him. I don't know. I haven't really – well, let's – Let's uh, Google it. I'll Google it. Um, any other thoughts on the Chile uh, Brazil game? No. Maybe Richarlison will get hurt and never have to play for Everton ever again. Well, you want to type it. Alexis Sanchez's net worth is the first thing that comes out. <laughs> Um, people won't believe how much money he's made being terrible at soccer. <laughs> oh man, uh, why is he not playing? That's the first article. Let's read oh, why he's not that playing. Look good. It said Chile and has some heartbreaking news. So <laughs> this Got could it. be interesting. Uh, Chile has begun to come without journey without one of their best important players. Here uh, was why the inter forward is missing the tournament. Just a few days before the start, he suffered a huge blow. And everyone found suddenly, threw down definitely, even though the overcame is absent. So he's just out indefinitely, but it didn't say. Wait, keep going. But why is it? Why is he missing? Oh, he's a oh, muscle, muscle energy. Injury. So he got hurt in training. So he was on the roster. He just got hurt. Uh-oh. Maybe he'll be back. Because I was like, I know he's on the roster. Hat-trick. Well, that tells you how much I've been watching the Copa. I haven't watched any Chile's games. I've been I, I've literally watched uh, Brazil, and then I, I watched... haven't even watched a single minute other than the highlights of Messi's games and then the highlights of the Brazil Colombia game. Oh my, you're so fake. I've watched Brazil play a couple times, and then I watched Uruguay uh, versus Argentina. There was hockey and basketball to be watched. I give you, I respect that. Like I said earlier in the. Last week's episode, it doesn't start till the quarterfinals. Big facts. Now I'm all in. I'm all in too. I am. I am all in. <laughs> Starting now. Um, Uruguay versus Colombia. What are your thoughts on this key matchup? Wait, we have to get out in front of this. Are we an Argentina podcast or are we a Brazil podcast? I think Argentina. I'm actually feeling Brazil. I think Brazil's. Wait, do we want to be winners or do we want to? You know. I feel like we have to go with the underdogs. We can't just hop on Brazil because they haven't been beaten in forever. We have to hop on the underdogs. Well, if you want to go underdogs, I really like Colombia. Okay, no, no. Like with a reasonable chance to win. There's only two teams that could possibly win. It's Argentina <laughs> or Brazil. <laughs> Colombia might make it to the Actually, finals. you know, I'm um, you can be Argentina, but I'm going to be cheering for Peru. I, I'm going to get out honestly, of Honestly, mad respect. Hopefully, Peru doesn't get Hopefully Paolo Guerrero doesn't get caught with cocaine again and 
maybe he'll be all right. I'm going to bet every every game I'm betting for the rest of the week is going to have to do with Peru. That's that's my that's my rule for this week. Didn't even, you don't even have you don't even have enough confidence to say you're going to bet on Peru to win. You're just going to bet every game that Peru is involved in. Exactly. I'm not <laughs> confident that they're going to win, but I'm going to bet every game they're involved in. I respect it. So you've got one more game because they're going to lose to Paraguay. You mean three when they make no? There's the third place game. Yeah, they have to beat Paraguay first. Yeah, the, the, so that's three games guaranteed. Okay, okay. I guess you're probably right. Anyway, Uruguay, Colombia. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, is Suarez still on the team? I think he is, right? Yeah, uh, Calvani is. That, is Suarez still on the team? I know Cavani is. <laughs> so do I. That's why I asked Suarez. I don't remember. I think, yeah, he is. He is. I'm pretty sure. It's been a minute. It was like two weeks ago. Oh, there we yeah, go. Suarez yep. yeah, Suarez is in it. Yeah. Yeah. What, what am I saying? They literally had a picture of him and Messi next to each other. I've got Uruguay over uh, Colombia. Because James is out. Yeah. I would say this is the game of the two uh, teams that have been kind of disappointing. Yeah, I think this is like this. This we'll is call this the disappointment cup. Yeah, this one will probably be like the closest game. I think, or like the most competitive. I mean, yeah, this is the battle of third place, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, probably. Um, or at least the third best team. I mean, I think these are the. I think these are two top four teams. Uh, like if you know, if we're looking at World Cup qualifying predictions, I think Uruguay and Colombia both make it, and then you know, you have your top two Argentina, Brazil, and then probably Peru gets the fifth spot looking for yeah, the qualifier. So, I think probably. this, so I think this is on paper the best game of the quarterfinals. I'm excited to see how it goes, but I agree, I think Uruguay has the firepower up top to get it done. We'll yeah, see, maybe I'm wrong. Sense. But they do have the firepower. Um, this is entirely unrelated, but uh, and uh, like related to the last episode, not this one. We talked about Sweden, Ukraine, and how it was going to be just like totally screw with our minds because of the jersey colors. Also, the fact that every single player on Ukraine has a name that sounds the exact same, and every player on Sweden has a player has a last name that sounds the exact same. I couldn't keep track. My brain was going all over the place. But that's unrelated. I, I thought of that because I was looking at the Columbia roster and they have a Muriel, a Murillo, like a Garillo, like too many players that sound the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. I might just, you know, this might be a non-commentary game and just enjoy the game. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, we'll see. Um, so we both think Uruguay is going to win this. Yes. Yeah. I, I just think Columbia has been very disappointing. Like they've just, I mean, I know they're missing their 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 stud. They, yeah, their they just star. don't have the star power anymore. Yeah, All they have is Yeri Mina. I'm not even sure if he's playing. Mm, I don't know. I didn't. I'll check. He's the center back, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's he, playing. He's oh, they might not get scored on. No, that's well, not they, true. They, I mean, they've been scored on multiple times already. Yeah, I mean, they just yeah, they haven't produced in the group stage. We'll see. The tournament's kind of weird because, like, the group stage honestly doesn't really matter. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, they have 
I mean, they got their first win against Ecuador, and then they kind of struggled. Um, so Brazil and Argentina could have walked out like their B teams and still won the group. So oh yeah, really oh yeah. Matter. All right, and then last we have Argentina versus Ecuador. Um, how do you think Ecuador wins this game? If they kill Messi before the game, that's their only shot. Yeah, I mean that might be. Uh, maybe maybe Argentina gets COVID. Uh, this yeah. might be a game where you know maybe you send a couple you know sick fans over. Um, you know what? Wait, okay. So does the winner of the Colombia game play the winner of the Argentina game? Yes. I figured it out. Colombia might be going to the finals. If Colombia beats Uruguay, wait, how, how did you go from Uruguay is going to easily or Uruguay is going to beat Colombia to so, Colombia is going to the final? So, um, dude, I'm so stupid. What's the name of that drug lord? The big drug lord, the Colombian guy, El Chapo. What's his actual name? El Chapo. No, his like real name, like the they made a thirty. Oh, dude. No, that's, no, that's not, a Mexican drug lord. It's not El Chapo. I know it's not El Chapo. Uh, I was just, I, I just want to see you figure it out. Pablo Escobar. There we go. There we go. So, so he's not actually dead. They're gonna. He's been in hiding just for this moment. If Colombia beats Uruguay, they're gonna call on Pablo Escobar to have, to have a retirement tour, and his retirement tour is just gonna be to kill Messi, and then they're gonna win, and they're gonna go to the finals. And then he might actually kill Neymar too, and we'll just see what happens. Oh my god, that's such a. If that, if that doesn't happen, then yeah. I mean, that's a that's a is that going to be your lock of the week in South America? Yeah, Pablo Escobar <laughs> has to come back. Pablo Escobar becomes the most important player on Colombia's team. Yeah, um, Balón de Or. Pa- I just feel I just feel stupid for the fact that I was like with you when you said El Chapo. <laughs> I like nonchalantly was like. I knew something was wrong, but I was like, yeah, whatever, I, I'll go with it. I said El Chapo, and I was like, wait, no, he's Mexican. But then you agreed, and I was like, okay, yeah, El Chapo. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to say I wasn't really paying attention, and I was looking at the Ecuador national team trying to find players I know, um, and I kind of just agreed with you. But, yeah. You don't know Purvis Estupinion? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Who does he play for? Can you get? Can you guess what country he plays in? Ecuador. Oh, Spain. Yeah, you call yourself a La Liga fan. <laughs> he looks like a. Dude, he looks like somebody else, but I can't think of who. Oh, he looks like Victor Oladipo. Go back to his headshot. There's no way he looks like Victor. Not Slightly. really. No, no. no, he does. No, he does. No, he does not. No, he does not. <laughs> Pull a picture of Victor Oladipo. They look the same. No, they do not. I'm about to do it on my phone. If Victor Oladipo cut his hair into a mohawk and shaved a lion. No, he does not look like Victor Oladipo. You are off. You are off tonight. <laughs> At first, you place, literally in the very small in the very small picture we showed. I thought that was Victor. Oladipo. El Chapo, the Colombian drug lord, and Ecuador with Victor Olin Depot. You're on fire. They could be related. 
No, they just they have similar noses, and that's it. Literally, they have and similar noses and skin color, and you're like facial structure. No, I'm gonna get canceled for this episode. Anyway, Argentina-Ecuador. Um, I think Messi has a hat trick. Yeah. I don't think I'll feel like a hat trick. In the first half. I don't know about that, but they'll win. They'll win. It's not going to be close. I mean, yeah, it's it's not going to be close. It should be a cakewalk um, for Argentina in this game. I don't think it has a chance. I mean, if things go right, the semifinals should be Peru versus Brazil, and then you got Uruguay or Colombia versus Argentina. So, I mean, I think that's when things really start going forward, and I'm really excited. I, the worst thing in my mind for Copa would be um, if Brazil Argentina gets upset and we don't get to see the final because that's what I want. I want I want Brazil versus Argentina. I want Neymar versus Messi. Give it to me in prime time on a Friday night. I want to watch that game. I want Sergio Romero versus Alisson. Because I think Argentina versus Brazil is better than any game we'll see at the Euro this year. Mm, Italy, Belgium. Not if De Bruyne is hurt. Okay. Healthy Italy versus healthy Belgium. But I don't think we're going to get that. Okay. Good point. Well, you've it, forgotten about Ukraine, Sweden. Oh, okay. That's not fair. Okay. That's, <laughs> when you have two heavyweights like Ukraine and Sweden, it's not fair to compare. That's uh, true. If we're talking star power, Ukraine, Sweden blows it out of the water. Yeah. No, I agree. Is Sergio looking... Romero still the goalie for Argentina? Mm-hmm. Also, dude, I wish Brazil would play Ederson. He looks so much cooler than Alisson. But I, I mean, I think Alisson's better, though. Well, yeah, but Ederson's so scary. Well, sadly, that's not. I wouldn't want to shoot if Ederson was a goal. No, they don't, they're not playing him. He's not in goal. Oh. Yeah, I don't know who that guy is. He's the goalkeeper for oh, uh, River Plate. No way yeah. he plays in the Ital- in the Argentinian league, and he's the best goalkeeper in Argentina. Oh, he's starting. Or at least he started their last game. Let's see what they played against... Uh... Let's see who they played against Uruguay. That's the real call. That that true. That's exactly what I was about to look up. Um, My phone just exploded. So this is a great commentary. This is a great episode right now. This mini soda yeah, was we just looking. We were on fire. We really, we really know our South American uh, soccer. No, it was. Oh, it's Muslera. Wait, no, that's Uruguay. Yeah, I was going to say that's Uruguay. You got really high. But that was kind of my fault, I guess. I went too far. Oh, God. Um, this is terrible. Killing it right now. Isn't that a different guy than the last game? Yeah, it was. Oh, Aston Villa. Oh, Aston Villa's goalkeeper. Okay. That, I mean, that's oh, a premier. No, he's actually good. That guy's actually really good. Martinez. Wow. for He's really good. The best goalkeeper of Argentina is really good. Thanks, Craig. Thanks well, for that update. Enough, not good enough to start in match day four. Well, they already clinched, so they probably had a couple, you know, subs thrown in there. Nope. Okay, whatever whatever you say. <laughs> Have you been following the MLS at all? Uh, I know the Dynamo are really good. Really good. And that Chicharito keeps scoring way too many goals. Yeah, Chicharito's on fire. He, do you it. think he moves out of the MLS? 
Or do you think not if he wants his not if he wants his career to continue? Uh, also, I saw shout that, out to Austin I saw Austin Bold FC and Columbus Crew had a had a barn burner of a nil nil draw. Yeah, I'm sad because I actually bet on that game and I bet Columbus to win. It would have been different if it was the new team in the MLS against the Columbus Crew in their new stadium, but it was in Austin. Yeah, I think yeah, Austin Austin FC is struggling. This weekend, you should bet the Crew again because I think they're. Have opening day at it's their, their new opening. Stadium. It's their opening day at their new stadium. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Easy, um, easy yeah, Dynamo are doing okay. Okay, they're in the playoff hunt. They're just not winning games. Okay. And the Seattle Sounders are looking like they're the best team in the MLS again. Ooh. Wait, how are the Revolution doing? They're in first place. They're in first. Yeah, Columbus grew over New England. I don't even care. Well, I didn't even know the matchup. You're trying to get me to bet Columbus grew over. Nah. Orlando City, I think, is the best team in the East. They just got their striker back. I think the Hawks are the best team in the East. All right, shut up. <laughs> Atlanta is struggling. How's, uh, how's Sporting KC? Sporting KC? Sporting KC is in second. Ooh, the matchup of the week, LA Galaxy versus Sporting KC. All right, who do you think is going to win? Or maybe Seattle versus Colorado. No. No. Let's do, one, all right, let's do both. Let's do both. Who do you have winning, Seattle versus Colorado? Is Chris Wondolowski still on Sporting KC? What? No. Was I mean, he ever on Sporting KC? He was on San Jose, but I don't think he ever went. Did he ever go to Sporting uh, KC? No, maybe I just said it. Maybe I just got the two confused. He, I know have, they do have Graham Zussi. Yeah. Um, I think... I need to start oh, paying more attention. Jordan Morris isn't even on Seattle Sounders anymore. Yeah, he just moved. They have Will Bruin? Oh, yeah. Seattle's Will winning. Bruin. Seattle's Will winning. Bruin. Will Bruin with the Hattie. And then I've got Sporting KC over the Galaxy. I think Galaxy over Sporting KC. I think Chicharito gets it done. No. Graham Zeus is going to come off the bench as super seven score goal. All right. Um, I guess uh, let's wrap up this little mini-sode. Probably the worst episode we've Ever produce to go out? I'm not I gonna thought, lie. I, I thought it was a lead analysis. <laughs> I think it might not even come out. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if I even want to fucking sit mad at this. The listeners need it. Yeah, we'll see. Definitely not going to promote fair, it. I'm sure most of our listeners don't know any more about Copa America than we know. True. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I. I didn't deep dive. I do all my deep dive research in the Euros, and then I like. By the time I get to the Copa, I'm like, I've already looked at stuff for an hour and a half. I don't want to do any more research. The only deep dive you need for Euro is that Papu Gomez and Messi are better than Neymar and Richarlison. So, Dude, you, you, you just called it the Euro, you idiot. Well, same thing. You're on fire. Argentina El Chapo, the, the Colombian drug lord. Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo plays for Ecuador. And well, you heard like it here. From, I, Messi's the best player Argentina's in the Euro. Euro. Argentina's in the Euro. All right, uh, let's do some locks, I guess, for the Copa. Let's do our locks. My lock is I will bet on Peru in every game they're in during the Copa, and that is a guarantee that I will do that. My lock is that Papu Gomez and Lionel Messi both score against Ecuador. Is that who they're playing? Yeah, Ecuador. Yeah, Victor Oladipo. Oh, maybe not. He might dunk on them. (laughs) Does have that height advantage over Messi. He'll probably he'll probably get hurt. Ah, poor Victor. 
Um, yeah, well, that's the worst episode we've ever produced. Uh, if you made it this far, thanks. I mean, you're a real one. You're a real one. Uh, yeah, honestly, if you made it this far, I, I owe you something. So message me to see if anyone listened to this part. Um, he'll, he'll donate half the money he went off Peru. I will, do, I will donate all my money that I win from Peru to the first person that direct messages me on Twitter um, and says, Wait, I loved a- your soccer analysis. Wait, no, we need a keyword so they listen to the, the entire keyword. episode. El Chapo, the Mexican, or El Chapo, the Colombian drug lord, is the keyword. Yeah, if you message Croft on Twitter and say, El Chapo, the Mexican drug lord, he will donate all of his winnings from Peru bets to you. All right. Well, that's a that's the show. Y'all have a good one. And I hope you enjoyed the mini-sode. I hope you enjoy the Euro episode. It should all be out soon. Or, well, you're listening to it now. It'll all be out. Um, that was a dumb statement. It's, it's been rough. We're doing bad. Sh- shooting two episodes back-to-back was dumb. Um, and we'll see you soon. That was...